Good Tidings. Good Tidings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome to the Good Tidings radio broadcast here at WXAN Radio. Here in the windswept hills of beautiful Ava, Illinois, we are glad to be able to come to you today through the ministry of WXAN Radio. However you're listening to us, if it's 103.9 on the FM dial, in the region here, or if it's over the internet, we're glad that you're tuned in at WXANradio.com and click on Listen Live when the page pulls up. We're glad you're here. We're thankful to be part of the WXAN radio family. Grateful to Brother Danny and Leanne, uh, Will and Melody and the staff, our friends. We're co-laborers in Christ, is how Dorinda and I feel about that. I am joined again today by my beautiful wife, Dorinda. She's here with me, so if you hear some amens in the background, you will know exactly who's saying it, okay? Our son, Brett Pinkerton, is in Buffalo, New York. We want to give a shout-out to Brett. Uh, We're grateful for him. He's doing a wonderful job in Buffalo, New York, and he's tuned in today. Uh, And so, Bud, we're looking forward to getting closer to the Christmas season when we can get you back home again. But today, here we are this Saturday, right before Thanksgiving. Now, I love Thanksgiving. You love Thanksgiving. But it seems like it gets pushed aside anymore from from Halloween to Christmas. This one kind of gets pushed away. But it's a great great holiday. I'm grateful that Abraham Lincoln made a national holiday of Thanksgiving. So today I want to start out by saying I'm thankful. Dorinda and I both are thankful for WXAN Radio. This year, Brother Danny and Will allowed us to be part of their schedule, part of their programming. And it has been remarkable how God has revived me and my wife, my family, and uh, revived and strengthened us by being able to serve here. We're very humbled by it, and we're very honored by it. And we're going to always encourage you to support WXAN Radio because we are people that have been touched through it, blessed by it. And we're thankful for the the obedience of Brother Danny and, and Leanne and Will as the Spirit led them to take us on, give us a, give us a chance to uh, share God's Word and it's been an honor. So we're thankful to them for that. I'm thankful to the Lord for bringing Danny and Leanne into my life last year. So we're grateful that you're listening. Thank you very much for the feedback you give us from time to time. So support WXAN Radio financially. Support it through your prayers. The best gospel music this side of heaven. I know and I'm grateful for this ministry. Okay, today with what time we have left, and we try not to cut our uh, programming make it go too long because they try they have to edit everything and get the music in and the news and so forth. So here we are right before Thanksgiving, and there's a lot we could say about Thanksgiving and probably ought to say about it. Uh, you know, if you stop today, would you would you think could you count your blessings? I love the song that we sing in the church. Count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. So open your Bibles this morning. We're going to kind of navigate around a little bit. Open your Bibles. The first verse we're going to look at is Romans chapter number 12. Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 1. Romans chapter 12 and verse number 1. Then we're going to bounce back to a verse out of Psalm chapter number 51. Psalm chapter number 51 
And uh, not a new message, but we want to promote Thanksgiving today and give our Lord all the glory, honor, and the praise and be thankful unto Him. So we're going to start off with Romans chapter 12 and verse number 1 and share a, a message with you today on turning Thanksgiving into thanks living. Turning Thanksgiving into thanks living. In Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 1, the Bible says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then we're going to bounce back to Psalm chapter number 51. Psalm chapter number 51. And in Psalm chapter number 51, I want to draw your attention to verse number 17. Psalm chapter 51 and verse number 17. The Bible says the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. Then let's bounce over to the New Testament book of Hebrews chapter number 13. Hebrews chapter number 13. And take a look with us at verse number 15. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. The Bible says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Amen. Turning thanksgiving into thanksgiving by way of introduction. What started with the pilgrims in the 1700s? became a national holiday in the late 1800s when the 16th president of these great United States, Abraham Lincoln, declared the annual observance of Thanksgiving. But it only lasts for a day or two unless we learn how to make Thanksgiving into Thanksgiving. Now, it's one thing to say we're thankful and quite another to show it by how we live. You've heard that expression, talk is cheap. The old country preacher said, your talk talks and your walk talks. But your walk talks louder than your talk talks. In other words, show me what you mean by what you do. So let me show you in the Bible this morning. Let Dorinda and I show you in the Bible that the sacrifices of thanksgiving what are they? Well, these, can, these are spiritual sacrifices that you can offer to God as a Christian every day as a gesture of your appreciation for Him. So, let's look at some things this morning. What should we offer to God as a gesture of our appreciation for Him and what He's done for us? Expressions of thanksgiving, in other words. Number one, we should offer to God the sacrifice of our person. The sacrifice of our person. Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 1 said what? It said that we should offer our bodies a sacrifice unto God, holy and reasonable, or rather holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 1. Paul said, <clears throat> I beseech you or beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice 
sacrifice. Notice the word bodies in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. If Jesus were to come to your front door, kneel, fold his hands, and beg for you to do something, would you do it, Christian? Well, here it is. He's doing that. To beseech is to beg, is to plead. And our God, who is no beggar, here by inspiration says that he begs us to do something or pleads for us to do something for him. And what is that, Lord? He said, by the mercies of God. In other words, on the basis of God's mercies. In other words, you ask, why should I give my body, my person to God? Because he gave his for you. Every drop of Jesus' blood said, I love you. When they nailed him, when they stripped him naked to humiliate him, when they plated a crown of thorns and put it on his head, when they have blown in his face and mocked him and ridiculed him and said, this is the king of the Jews, Jesus Christ died vicariously as a substitute, as a sacrifice for me and for you and for every human being. He gave his blood for you and I so we could be redeemed through faith in him. Think about this. By the mercies of God. In other words, when God says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. In other words, on the basis of God's mercies. Why should I? The question is, Christian, why should I give my body to be used of Jesus Christ? My person to be used of God? Why? Because he gave his for you. Think about this. There was a little girl in an orphanage. She was eight years old. She was a problem child. No one had ever loved her. And one day a worker saw her run across the field and put something in the hollow of a tree. Well, the worker happened to follow, unbeknownst to her. The worker happened to follow her and just dug down into the hollow of the tree and found a note. And the note said this, and I quote, To anybody who finds this, I love you, end of quote. Now, folks, one day God allowed his son Jesus to be hung in the hollow of a tree, the old rugged cross. And 2,000 plus years later, he's still pointing to that cross saying, to anybody who finds this, I love you. For as Dorinda used to sing, written in red, red between the nails, red by the blood of Jesus, and red between the nails as his arms were hung out and his feet were nailed on that cross of Calvary, God is saying, I love you, world. I will forgive you because my son has paid your sacrifice on the cross, and he shed his blood in your place, the sinless dying for the sinful. And God says to you and I today, I beg you on the mercies of this, by the mercies of God, after all that I've gave you, Won't you give your body to me? Now listen close. I don't want to confuse you today. When God saves you, he's not saving your body. He's talking here to the person that's saved, brethren. The way way that you're saved is by putting your faith in Jesus Christ and him alone for your salvation. Acts 16.31, believe or trust in, depend upon, rely upon, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. So you trust him by faith to be your Savior. You and I are sinners. We cannot save ourselves. We owe a sin debt to God. Romans 3 says the wages of sin is death. 
That death is a spiritual death in the lake of fire. If we get what we deserve, then we go, because of our sin's penalty, to a, to a, to a, a, a lake of fire, and we burn forever and ever. But because God loves us, he sent his son Jesus, born of the virgin, to die on the cross to pay for our sin debt. He did that. And then it applies to us when we, by faith, ask Jesus to be our Savior, or, as Acts 16 said, trust in him to be our personal Savior. So when you do that, God saves you. And if you haven't done that, follow me in this, in this simple prayer and mean it from the sincerity of your heart. Jesus, please forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I'm trusting you and you alone to take me to heaven. Amen. Now, folks, you've been born now spiritually. You're alive spiritually. Now God has saved you by bringing you to life spiritually. Now you're in a body. This body that has limited days and time left on it, he's saying, I want you to give me your body now. Become a living sacrifice for me. Commit to serving me lock, stock, and barrel in some form or fashion of your life. And God says here in Romans 12, 1, I beg you on the basis or by the mercies of God, after all I've given you, won't you give me your body? In other words, let me use your body in ministry, in sharing the gospel, in ministering to the needs of people. But drops of grief, the song says, can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away. Tis all that I can do. Romans 12, 1, he says what? Present your body. That means to join the army voluntarily. There are two ways to join the army, folks. You can either be drafted or volunteer. (laughs) And the army of the Lord Jesus, this is an army you join of your own free will. No one will force you to serve God, nor should you force anyone else to. No one should have to beg you to serve Jesus Christ. It should be voluntary. It should be voluntary. It's like... um, Simply in getting involved in the work of the Lord. Dorinda reminded me of a, of a song this morning. I think it was uh, something about the army of the Lord or get on the, keep on the firing line or something like that. You must fight, be brave against all evil, never run nor even lag behind. If you would win for God and the right, keep on the firing line. Christian, are you on the firing line? Are you letting someone else fight the battle? Jesus saved you. Get involved. You have something you can do for Jesus. You can pray. You can intervene for people, intercede for people. You can feed people. You can clothe people. You can get involved in the choir in Sunday school. You can do something for Jesus. God shouldn't have to drag people to serve him. Volunteer to serve Jesus Christ. And then secondly, do it completely. Verse 2, he says what? Holy. He says in Romans 12, 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy. Now get this. This word is akin to the word holy, or W-H-O-L-L-Y. It means completely. Now, we've lived long enough. you remember that old Alka-Seltzer commercial? The poor fella, he said, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. And some of us will say that on Thursday, on Thanksgiving for sure. Man, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Well, folks, God wants the whole thing, 
a complete sacrifice of me and you, all that we are, all that we have in our plans, in our ambitions, in our possessions, in our cars, in our homes, in our spare time. We say, God, it's all yours. That's how we do it. That's how we turn Thanksgiving into thanks living. A man was riding on a train in, a, in the uh, club car, and there were men at the table in a, a, adjacent to him gambling. And they asked him to join them for poker. And he said, I don't have any hands or arms under the table. They were embarrassed. They apologized because he kept his arms under the under the table. They said, oh, my goodness, this guy, he doesn't have any extremities. Uh, and they were kind of at a loss for words. He said, you know, he said, hey, I lost him in the war. I literally can't join you in your card game. Well, later, a steward on the train came by and offered the man coffee. The man reached reached out with his hand and took it, and the men that were watching said, hey, wait a minute, you said you didn't have any hands. He said, that's right. I got saved a while back, and I've learned that these hands aren't mine. They belong to Jesus Christ, and he wouldn't want me gambling, so I'm not playing in your game. Now, folks, you can't turn giving into thanks living this week because some uh, someone will start telling you a dirty joke. They'll say something to yourself. Folks, the thing is this. You can say, I don't want to listen to it with my ears because I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I don't. My body belongs to the Lord. I don't want it to be used for anything Amen. rather than glorifying Jesus Christ in the work of the ministry. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body, which are God's. Now there's one thing, there's one thing the language in our text says in Romans 12.1 is the language of the Old Testament temple. Comparing our bodies to the animal sacrifice the priest would lay on the altar. Now, after it's laid on the altar, they were tied to the altar. Why was the Old Testament sacrifice tied to the altar? Because it had a tendency to slide off. In other words, it was fresh meat. It was freshly sacrificed, and it was slippery. Now, get this. Listen, I got a joke for you. Think about this. Folks, put yourself on God's altar as a Christian, and that's no joke, and tie yourself to it and say, I'm going to serve Jesus Christ with my life. You see... There are some sacrifices that we can make to God while we're still alive. Uh, and if you put a living sacrifice on the altar, it, had a it would have a tendency to crawl off. So make a commitment to God and plan on trying to keep it is the point. Bind yourself by your heart to the sacrifice of the altar. It's important. The best reason, folks, to be at church is because you love to be at church. That's Amen. devotion to Jesus. Amen. He said, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. And the truth is, the pandemic, some of you are still blaming the pandemic for not going to church when your church has been sanitized. Everything in the world's been sanitized. There's more hand sanitizer in the world than I've ever seen in my life by now. Everywhere you go, you can still maintain social distancing, but quit using the excuse of the pandemic for not being in church. Get your backside into church and serve Jesus Christ if you've been redeemed. He said, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Get involved in serving God. Get back in church. 
And the best reason to be at church is because you love to be. That's devotion. But when you don't, folks, make it a matter of discipline. I'm going to be at church whether I want to or not because it honors God and I've committed myself to serving the Lord. I'm going to be a living sacrifice for God. I'm so thankful to Jesus for what he's done for me that I'm living my life committed to him. No, we're not perfect. We're going to slip. We're going to backslide. We're going to get off the mark. We're not going to be disciplined as we should. We're going to do things that we shouldn't. But pick yourself up and get back up and go for Christ. Folks, I don't want to be a hypocrite here because all of us aren't always what we should be. Jesus wasn't a hypocrite. The church is filled with hypocrites. The, The pulpit's filled with hypocrites. And it's not because we want to be. It's because we're not sinless. We make mistakes. We still sin. But folks... Get involved with God. Turn thanksgiving to Jesus into thanksgiving. Yes, we should want to read our Bibles out of devotion to Christ. But even when we don't want to, we should as a matter of discipline. We say we witness to people. And we're grateful that we got to lead a soul to Christ this this past week. But folks, we should witness whether we want to or not as a devotion to Jesus Christ. We should pray every day because of God's instruction to pray without ceasing because we're devoted to Jesus Christ. You see, devotion and discipline are the flesh hooks of the Old, of the old Testament altar, if you will, which will bind our sacrifice to the altar. So lay your body across God's altar, figuratively speaking, your living body, and bind it with devotion and bind it with discipline to serve Jesus Christ. Amen. Pray, read your Bible, go to church, be a witness, get involved in ministry. We live in an age right now of non-commitment. You know that, and so do I. Uh, Dorinda and I were to place eating last night. They said they're having a hard time getting people to work. They're paying price. They're paying. Uh, they're paying salaries better than they've paid in eons in this country, and no one wants to work, according to a lot of workplaces. Because we live in a day and time where there's non-commitment. We don't want to commit ourselves to work. Folks, we don't like that word. You know what? People say, ah, we'll just have to see. In other words, but God wants you to be, don't be afraid of commitment. I've known people, folks, who won't accept positions of service for Jesus in the church because they'd have to be committed to being there. Folks, why not commit to Jesus? He committed to you. He gave you eternal life. He saved you. And you're redeemed by the blood of the crucified one, Jesus. Be committed. I want to be committed to Jesus. I want to be committed to my wife, Dorinda. I want to be committed to my church. I want to be committed to my job. I want to be committed to what God has put in my life to the best of my ability and ask God to help me in the areas where I'm not as good as I should be. But as the Spirit leads us, folks, ask the Holy Spirit to show you where you can be more committed to Jesus. Why? Because you're turning thanksgiving, your thanksgiving to God, into thanksgiving by making a sacrifice of yourself. Times run away from us. But that's just it today. Turning thanksgiving to Christ to thanksgiving. Now, as we close, we got a minute or so left, and I got more that I could say in this message, but we're not going to because it's not God's will that we do that. But count your blessings today. Name them one by one, as the song says, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. And I want to leave you with this. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. So we close just as we began with, Bless the Lord, O our soul. Turn thanksgiving to Christ into thanksgiving with devotion and discipline as you live this life for Jesus Christ. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is Jesus is the good tidings that we all need to hear. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. The day is finally here. Emmanuel. God is with us. Oh, There's yes. No to fear. For unto